Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in the pages of Christian Living Magazine. I am so excited today. I have my friend Angie Jamieson back in the studio with me. Angie is the Treasure Valley Director of Child Evangelism Fellowship, and we highlighted Angie in the July 2022 issue of Christian Living Magazine. Angie, thank you for coming in today. Welcome. Thank you. It's good to be back. It's good to see you. Yes, I know. We, you know, we don't even live that far apart. We never see each I know. other. Life gets <laughs> too busy. Not even at the grocery store, we don't ever see each other. So. I, I order my groceries. <laughs> That's why I don't ever see you at the grocery store. Smart girl. For me, it's an outing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm like uh, like many people right now, just busy. Yes. You know, and sometimes that's that's not always good to be so busy. So it's good to just pause. So I enjoy this time with you. It's just kind of the one time we get to pause and talk. Catch your breath. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe we should do a coffee clutch. I don't know. But hey, <laughs> have a coffee clutch with our listeners. Yes. So I know what Child Evangelism Fellowship is, but I also know that we always have new listeners. Mm-hmm. We have people who've missed shows that that don't know. So let's talk a little bit about what Child Evangelism Fellowship is to start with, just to kind of okay. set the tone for today's show. Thank you for asking, because unfortunately, Child Evangelism Fellowship is not well known, and I do not know why, because we have been around since 1937. We are worldwide. We're actually the world's largest children's ministry. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. We are in every country of the world but one, and um, it has been going strong since 1937. So it's amazing to me. Sometimes I'll say I'm with Child Evangelism Fellowship or CEF, which is much easier to say, and they'll go, what's that? So I hate hearing that, but I also love the chance to tell people what it is. Well, even in what I do, which is full-time ministry, seven days a week, mm-hmm. you know, um, I answered my phone yesterday, had some, bless her heart, tearful lady on the other end of the phone. And she's like, I, I'm so grateful you answered the phone today. And, you know, and that's part of the ministry of what we do. But even I, until you moved here and your brother introduced us, had not heard yeah. of CEF. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I, I will attest to that. So go tell it on the mountain. Yes. That's what I want to do. So <laughs> <laughs> we are um, all about uh, reaching children for Jesus. It's, it's an evangelistic program and a discipleship program. And one of the biggest ministries that we do that, that I'm passionate about is the Good News Clubs. And the reason that I'm so passionate about this is because it's outside the church. Yes. We actually go into public schools, and we have that access because of a Supreme Court ruling. So we go into public schools and have a Bible club after school, and kids are getting saved every week, Sandy. I love that. So let's talk a little bit about that Supreme Court ruling, because yes. that is, for some people, that is a big deciding mm-hmm. factor. Um, because I, I have seen, you and I are not only personal friends, but we're friends on social media as well. And I've seen people push back a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's church, separation of church and state. And so let's talk just briefly. I don't want to give it a lot of airtime. But you have the same rights as the Girl Scouts or yes. the Boy Scouts. Yes. Any after-school club activity that is allowed on school campuses, we have the same right. And that's 
Awesome. Yeah, it is. And we, you know, we are not a church. Yes, we are faith based, but we are not a church. Right. And so non denominational. Non denominational. And we don't go in as a church. We, we go in as a community club. And that's what we are that we go in and give them the gospel. And these kids, Sandy, are hearing about Jesus for the first time. They're hearing that there's a God that loves them and they grasp it. I mean, they. They love that. It's it's news. It's, it's the good news. It's yes. hope. It's yes. hope. Yeah. So I, you know, and I, one of the things too on social media, I see this many kids. Yeah. This many kids accepted Christ. This many kids found salvation this week. And every time I see that, it just causes me to pause. And I know there's a celebration in heaven because there's a celebration in my heart every right. time I see that. I'm just like, that's what we're doing. That's right. what it's all about. And I'm not even a part of CEF other than I cheerlead you on a lot. But <laughs> and I need that. Thank you. You may, you may not know it, but I, <laughs> I'm going to bring you some pom-poms in, next in time. In my living room, I am cheering you on. I'm like, yes, that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be disciples making disciples. Yes. You know, we're not. it's not a static position. So how does... You're not a church and you are non-denominational, mm-hmm. but churches do play a role in that. Yes. So let's talk Beca- about that. Well, that's part of, we we evangelize the children and disciple them in the Good News Club. So we tell them the good news about Jesus, and then we he- teach them about the Bible and, and who Jesus is, and they grow in that. But obviously, for, for a Christian to grow, they need to be grounded in a church. Yeah. And so um, I try to partner with as many churches, evangelical churches, as possible that um that want their ministry to grow and so when these kids get saved if i've got volunteers on that team that are from a particular church they have they can invite them to their church and so that's happening so kids are kids get saved and then they they go to the church and get discipled even further and even their parents so even that's going on right now you know at our at our <clears throat> the church that i've gone to for uh, 27 plus years <laughs> um we have a day school mhm and I've and you know, I've been very active in that church. I've served on the board. I've taught Sunday school. I lead small group. You know, it's been we've been very active in in that particular church all these years. But what I've seen from those positions is how many of the kids come to the day school because it's a safe environment. Mm-hmm. The parents know it's a safe environment, but then the families follow yes. to church on Sunday because their kids were fed so much and. The kids want to go and they want to learn more and the, and the parents follow along. It's got to be the same thing yeah. with the Good News Club. Yeah. So what a dynamic You know, we had a, talking about churches, just this in this last month, I had a children's director from a, a local church call me and say, asked if we could get together. And so she said she was talking to their pastor and they were talking about how she's not seeing as many kids be saved and discipled and grow in the Lord as they'd like to. And I'm so blessed. The pastor said, well, you need to talk to CEF and see what they're doing. So she and I met for coffee, and I shared with her one of our greatest tools, the wordless book that goes through the gospel simply. And and this gal is a a seasoned Christian and strong believer, but she cried hearing that. And she said, that is so simple. That's what I need to do. And so she took that back to her church. And um, actually, she just shared it on for their Christmas program, the gospel in the wordless book, and it was amazing. I mean, that is so wonderful. People get so caught up in doctrine and all of the hard to understand stuff, you know, pre-trib, post-trib, all of this stuff. They're like, we don't <laughs> even know what that is. Yep. But that simple wordless book that tells who God is, who we are, what sin is, and what Jesus did for us. And it, get, it covers the whole Bible, covers all the doctrine. 
I mean, it's just uh, an amazing thing. We adults do. We get too caught up in non-salvation bearing issues. And, you know, it's, I was talking recently with a friend of mine and something was said and I said, you know, if it's not salvation bearing, you're probably not going to draw me into a debate on that. And what? And I said, seriously, my energy is going to go to things that impact people's salvation. And I, it may have been a pre-tear post through a conversation. <laughs> I don't even remember what we were talking about. But I just went, I'm just not spending the t- my time and energy debating that. You know, I, it's another host on, on another show on this station, Paul Shepard, said it very well several years ago. You know, if you believe in a rapture and it happens, great. If you don't believe in the rapture and one day suddenly you found yourself caught up in the air, you can high five your fellow that's going up with you and say, hey, you were right about that. But it's not going to impact your salvation. Worry about the salvation issues. And I've never forgotten that lesson from Pastor Paul. It helps shape me as an early, in my early years as a Christian Mm -hmm. is stay focused on the eternity issues. The rest of it will fall in place. I want to know everything I can because I'm curious and mm-hmm. I want to know. But the basic, who God is, yeah. who Jesus is, what sin looks like, what it is, mm-hmm. and that there's grace and mercy. Right. And then we continue to grow, obviously, when we have a, a new life. We continue to grow in him and become more like him. That's what he wants. And that's what he wants, and that's what we're called mm-hmm. to do yes. and be. So y- you are not new, though, to CEF. You've done CEF for how many years? Well, I, I'm i I'm relatively new to, as, if you compare to other CEF workers, but I'm not new to the ministry. But I've done CEF for five years. So I've been here just under two, and I did it for three years in Washington when my husband and I were pastoring a church, and our church didn't have any kids. And I had previously been a children's pastor. And I thought, like like Rachel in the Bible, I said, give me children or I die. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. So, <laughs> someone told me about Good News Club, and I wasn't even sure what it was. So I Googled it, found out it was CEF, which I did know about. And I knew that they were good, solid children's ministry. And so I, I started a Good News Club there, just a couple blocks away from our church in a school. And my first week, 19 kids got saved. So oh, yay. I'm like, I'm in. Praise God. I'm in. So shortly after that, I became the local director there in Washington. And then, like I said, two years ago, we moved here, and I'm the local director here in Treasure Valley. It's amazing to me that you've only been here two years. Cause, I know. Because your brother, Don, Don yes. Wixom is your brother, and, and he introduced us right after you moved here. And yes. I feel like I've known you for so much longer than two years. I know. And well, I grew so. up in Caldwell. And then moved away for 40 years. So, you know, Well, and you were good friends with my pastor. Yeah. yeah. We know enough people in the same circles that anyway. But it's just amazing to me. So let, let's talk about, because I'm a big numbers geek. Mm-hmm. Anybody who listens to the show for very long knows I'm a big numbers geek. So when you came to Idaho and you took over as the new area director, mm-hmm. how many good news? Do you remember how many good news? I think there were, there were four clubs actually going at four. the time that I came. They had had a few more you know, previously and then less, and it's kind of been up and down. But as of this fall, we've had 15 in schools. So that's awesome. It is awesome. It and, is awesome. And not just here in the lower, what we call the lower Treasure Valley. You, you go to Emmett, you have right. schools throughout the, throughout the Treasure greater Valley. Treasure Valley. Yeah. 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 We're even trying to reach into Malheur County in Oregon. That's so I'm, I'm hoping to get some clubs over there. So if there's anybody listening, you have any connections to some schools or churches, I want to get some clubs so, over there. So what does that look like? What, what do you do? So I'm a mom or a grandma, mm-hmm. which I'm both. And this really intrigues me. How do I, where do I start to get a good news club in my school? Okay. Well, first thing, call me, <laughs> which is very easy to do. And I always answer my phone. 
what I would need to do is train a group of volunteers if we don't already have a group. So that's where the church comes in. I would love to have a, a group from a, from a church, and sometimes it's not even from the same church. So I will come in and do a free training. It's a six-hour training, and I usually provide lunch. I do a training, and I like to have a team minimum of three people. And so I simultaneously, as I'm getting that team prepared, I'm reaching out to the school that we want to go into. So let's say your your child is going to a particular school, and that's where you want them to go. I, I contact that school. That's where I need a lot of prayer coverage because their initial response is always not interested. But I kind of am a fighter, so I <laughs> I keep going and I keep reminding that, you know, if you have any other clubs, after-school clubs, you you really need to have us as well. So once I get that permission and, and if I get the, the principal on board and then I'll we go in one day a week, and um, so I get the school set up in a classroom, I get the team ready, and then we, we send home flyers, permission slips for the parents to sign that goes home with the school kids, and then we start our club. You have to have permission slips because it's after school or because it's a club? Because it's after school, and we want the parents, you know, there are some after school clubs that don't require parental permission, but we do. Okay. We want the, we want the parents to know we are sharing the gospel with your kids. So, so, you know, sometimes in our conversations, things that we already know kind of get in the way. But one of the things, so I've been very active in the Treasure the Valley group, and, but particularly in the Treasure Meridian group, which, the, which is also known as the Meridian Ministerial Group. Mm-hmm. And I invited you to their monthly luncheon. Yeah. I said, come with me, meet these pastors. And what we found there that, that particular day was that several of the pastors said, oh, how do we become involved? Mm-hmm. How do we develop a team or teams of how can we sponsor schools that are near our churches? So let's talk a little bit about that too, okay. because not I, I don't want to. I'm not just talking today. We're not just talking today to the moms and the dads and the grandmas and grandpas that are listening, but we're also talking to the pastors and the worker bees at church. Yeah. If this, if your church is near a school. How how do we start there? Yeah. How do we how do we Well, hopefully, you know, there are a lot of churches that have already built some relationships with a nearby school, which is great. So we we kind of build on top of the relationship that's already there. If not, we go and we go and meet with the principal. I go and meet with the principal and try to start that relationship. But it's really um important. I go in, I can't go in as a church. They will shut me down right away. But I go in as a community club, but the church, then I partner with them and I, like I said, I'll come to them and do a training or I, I offer, I always offer one training in January, one training in August. And so we do have a training coming up the end of January. And so they need to get trained and, you know, we have very, very high standards for, you know, child protection policies, all of that. So we have to make sure that everyone goes through these training. Background checks. Background checks, bit, yeah. all of that. So be, be prepared. If you want to be a volunteer, you're going to be background <laughs> yes. checked. Yep. Yeah. Which most churches anymore, if you're going to work in the children's program, you have to go through a background yep. check anyway. That's yep. pretty standard anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, I just work with the church. If they say I've got, you know, three or four people that want to get involved in this, then I, I do my happy dance and I come and and get it started. That's so funny. You know, I, looking back over over the years of Christian Living Magazine, Pastor Dan Mangiak from the Good News Church in yes. Nampa, when we talked to they him- They sponsor and, and, a club at Snake River Elementary. Well, they had one, but I think initially before you came, they hosted one at their church mm. too. But because it's Good News Church and it was the Good News Club, yeah. I had forgotten that it was part of CEF. Yes. And so that was really my first introduction 
And I'm saying, wait a minute, Pastor Dan. Yeah, I got it now. But anyway, yeah. But yeah, you know, and and so, but if you're if you are a church, so I'm I'm speaking to pastors, I'm speaking to youth ministers, I'm speaking to the volunteers that teach Sunday school and Wednesday night programs. If if your church is already partnering with with a school in your area, perhaps there are needy children that you're helping with clothing or after school snacks or whatever for them to take home. Perhaps this is something that you're interested in. So Angie, how do they reach you? Well, they can email me. So it's Angie, A-N-G-I, there's no E on there, A-N-G-I at com. That's probably the best way. Also, we have a website. It's TV for Treasure Valley, tvcef.com. So you can contact me either way. I, I love this program. I'm passionate about this program. I'm always passionate about things that involve children. Yeah. Because I am a product of Vacation Bible School. I, I accepted Christ at seven. And there were prodigal seasons in my life. But I went back to what I learned as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I see a lot of adults who come to Christ later in life who have very productive lives. But I go back to that, train up a child. Mm-hmm. And I was not raised in the church. But that mom, her name was Helen Rowe, took mm-hmm. me with her daughter to VBS when I was seven. And I accepted Christ. And that truth that was planted in my heart all those years ago never left me, not even in the darkest paths that I traveled, that never left me. I always knew yeah. Jesus was there. Amen. I also had a praying grandma. So that probably yeah. didn't hurt so either. That's what we're wanting to get that same message to all these kids that Jesus will always be there. So what words of wisdom, what mm. advice? You, you have a training coming up in January, yes. which is perfect. What a great way to kick off that new year. Yes. So this would be a good time for our listeners to reach out to you, to be reaching out to schools, yes. to talk about, to name drop schools and and probably principal names. It's probably yeah. a good thing if, if you know listeners who the principal is and what their name yeah. is. That would help me. Angie. That'd be great. That yeah. would be awesome. Um, probably wouldn't hurt for for parents of students and grandparents who are active in the schools to mention to the principal. Yes, I'd love to have a good news club mm-hmm. at this church. That's this probably the biggest thing. I would love that if if parents and kids were requesting. My prayer, my prayer for the last two years since I've been here is God help the schools to call and ask me to come in. That, that I, I was just going to say, principals, teachers, if you're listening. Come on, yeah. give Angie a call, yeah. email her, invite her into your school. Don't make her, she's one person Yeah. and there's a legion of schools. Yes. So, you know, yeah. help make that easy because she makes it so easy and it comes in. So what does, what does a weekly meeting look like? Well, um, yeah, so they, they come in six week sessions. So when we're talking about volunteers at churches or something, maybe there, there might be the response of, oh, I've been doing children's ministry forever. I can't do this. I'm so tired. You can commit to just six weeks. I mean, that's pretty cool. But we do six-week sessions, and depending on the club and the leaders, we can do four sessions of six weeks or two sessions or even just one. But the 90-minute club after school, um, we have lots of songs. We have lots of games. We have prizes. We have, of course, a wonderful Bible lesson that's straight out of the Bible. I mean, just good, good stuff. Yeah, games, prizes, lots of music, and Friends and and snacks and all of that encompasses the the ninety minutes and of course they get the message of salvation before they leave every every single week. And I love too, as, you know, as someone who has worked in a church Wednesday night program, um, I haven't always had curriculum. Mm. 
And I love the fact that you have solid curriculum. Yes. You have a roadmap to follow. That was the hardest part for me when I first became a Wednesday night worker was if I didn't have curriculum and if I didn't, and I, because I wasn't raised in the church. Mm-hmm. And I finally went to the pastor at the church we were at at the time. And I said, pastor, I was not raised in the church. And I don't really fully understand what the doctrine is here. And I can only teach Noah's Ark so many times because <laughs> I know that that doesn't violate anything, you know, within your doctrine. And so I need a, I need yeah. some help. And that's, I think, part of what really endears me personally mm-hmm. to CEF is that it's a, there's training. Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. How many mm-hmm. times do we see volunteers thrown to the lions? Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're not. You know, there's, there's training. There's mm-hmm. curriculum. It's a solid roadmap yes. with solid direction. Yeah. You're confident in what you're presenting. You have help in the presenting. And it's affordable. I mean, for for a small church or big church, or just if a family wanted to sponsor a club, you could sponsor a six-week club for $60. $60. That covers all it. of the curriculum. That Not covers all the training. Not $60 a week. Nope. That's all-inclusive. That's the club. Six-week club, yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, so there there are some individuals that just want to sponsor a club. Right. That is amazing. I'll, you know what? I'm just going to put this out there. I've never done this. We'll see if it works. Okay. Okay, listeners. I've never done this on this show, but I will tell you that if you're listening and you want a good news club in your school and you hear today's show, and this is airing on Saturday, December 13th, or not 13th, excuse me. 16th, 16th. right? Yes, thank you. 16th. Sorry, my week's off. Christian Living Magazine will sponsor that. Wow. And we will sponsor up to five schools. Wow. So, Sandy, um, pick me up off the floor. Reach out to Angie <laughs> at, and, and she'll give out her contact information yeah. again and say, I heard you on Christian Living Spotlight and we want a good news club in our school and we want to take advantage of the offer that Christian Living Magazine put out there. So Christian Living Magazine will sponsor up to five schools. That's awesome. With good news clubs. Thank you. And so we we will make that happen. We've got some things going on in our own personal life that I can't be boots on the ground right now. I'm. It's all I can do to be Christian Living yeah. Magazine. But we want to help. Yes. And great. so, folks, don't let that. It's it's not a huge financial commitment, but don't let the financial commitment keep Good News Club out of your school. Right. So you know, my my prayer, Sandy. I'm I'm wanting to launch ten more clubs this spring. So we had 15 in the fall. I want 10 more. There you go. So let's make that happen. We, we, don't, we don't have a call in line. You can't call in and make it happen because um, <laughs> this is a pre-recorded show. But folks, reach out to Angie. Angie, tell us again how they reach out okay, to you. Okay, my email, A-N-G-I, Angie, at cefofidaho.com or the website, tvcef.com. And is there a contact us on the website? Yes, I've been is. on the website. I've never, yes, I know how to you reach can contact and it'll come right to me. So I love that. So if you want to read Angie's story and you want to get to know a little bit more about Angie personally, go back to christianlivingmag.com and scroll down under past issues to July of 2022. You can read her story there. Angie, thank you for thank joining you, me. Thank you, Sandy. What a, what a blessing. Ah, my pleasure. We are out of time. I do want to remind you that Christian Living Spotlight is now a podcast and available on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, just to name a few. If you subscribe today, you will never miss another episode again. This does bring our time to an end for this week, folks. We invite you back next week when we will air a greatest of Christian Living Spotlight with Gary Moore talking about the lineage of Christ. 
God bless you all. Have a Merry Christmas. And until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout Central and all of Southern Idaho. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.